So the year is 2012, and I said, hey, I want to start a business podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. How can I be different? How can I stand out? I wasn't going to stand out because I was better than anybody, because I wasn't. I was going to stand out on frequency. Welcome to the Action Academy Podcast. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. The show where we help you achieve financial independence with the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from guests who've already earned their freedom. The flags of freedom fly. Choose to do what you want. What you want. With who you want. With who you want. When you want. When you want. With another episode today. Now, here's your host, Brian Lubin. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is your host, as always, Brian Lubin, coming to you with the mindsets, the methods, and the actionable steps for you to earn freedom in your life and business today. Today's show is a bit of a hybrid, but me and the gentleman that's coming on today decided that we wanted to do kind of half coaching call, half podcast episode for all of you guys that are listening. So that way I can get some value, you can get some value, and then he can get some value as well for some extra exposure. So it's not necessarily a traditional interview where it's an hour long. This one is about 15, 16 minutes, but it is a rock solid 16 minutes with none other than my friend, John Lee Dumas. Half of you will instantly recognize him. The other half are going to say, who the heck is that? John is the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, which is one of the largest podcasts in the world with over 126 million downloads. And uh, that's cool. But John also, on top of that, has built that company into an eight-figure media company. So he is literally printing out over $10 million a year for himself at a 4% tax rate in Puerto Rico with his podcast. So if you guys are asking me, Brian, why do you think you can do this? Or how do you think you can do this? Today's episode kind of answers that question. (laughs) So John's interviewed the likes of Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, Tim Ferriss. So he has a lot of perspective on business and entrepreneurship. So I drill him on these topics to create a podcast that's beneficial for me and also beneficial for all of you. So I hope that you enjoy. If you have not already and you want to, Go into my show description and the Freedom Call link is still active. I have four spots left for this week and next. So if you want one of those calls, 15 minutes, go into the show description. The prerequisites are there. Book a call and I hope that you enjoy. All right, Brian Lubin and JLD, what is up, my friend? You know, Puerto Rico sun is shining. The birds are singing. Life is good. The birds are singing. Life is good. How long have you been down there again? Six years. Six years. Before we get into the topic of today's show, tell the people, preach to the people, John, (laughs) about the tax benefits of Puerto Rico. So I was living in Southern California. Love it. Beautiful part of the world. But I was giving the government 51% of every dollar that I was earning. And the day I moved to Puerto Rico six years ago, that number 51 went to four, and I'll never leave. Four, as in not 4D, as in cuatro, four. Cuatro. Okay. And then how is that? How is that tax? It's a flat rate percentage, correct? Flat rate, 4%, 0% tax on capital gains, so real estate, stocks, crypto, zero. Oh, man. So I will give the people a bit of an update about where you started from and where you are today, because you are one of the OGs that convinced me to even start this podcast. 
And But I do want to let you speak a little bit about the adventures that you've been able to go on and the travels that you've been able to do while you're doing your business. So speak a little bit about how you were able to go around to Europe and travel abroad as you've run this podcast business. So I call it batching like a baller. So a lot of people say, John, you do a seven-day-a-week show, 365 days a year. You must be working all day, every day. And I'm like, actually... On a normal schedule, I work one day per week. Every Thursday, I do seven interviews. You were one of those seven recently that I did, back to back. And uh, they're a blast. I'm talking to seven great people over the course of a day. It's a lot of fun. When I'm preparing for big trips, and by the way, I've taken multiple 60, 75, and even one 90-day European trip. 90 days. And guess what? Every day I was gone, a podcast episode went live on Entrepreneurs on Fire because I just batched my face off. I recorded like 120 episodes in the months leading up to departing, scheduled them to be released, and then I went on my merry way. And I had the episodes released as I went, scheduled to go. I'd wake up in Lisbon, Portugal one day and... The episode was already live, rocking and rolling, and life was good. Talk to me about how you decided to go to a seven-day-a-week podcast when that was not standard in the industry. And to this day, you've been doing this for a decade. To this day, it's still not active. It's just about once a week is normal. Yes. And not only was it not standard, it was unheard of. It had not been done yet, which is exactly why I wanted to do it, because it had not been done. So the year is 2012, and I said, hey, I want to start a business podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. How can I be different? How can I stand out? I wasn't going to stand out because I was better than anybody, because I wasn't. I was going to stand out on frequency. So I found that everybody was doing a show one, one day a week. I said, what if I did seven times the amount of episodes? What if I did a daily podcast interviewing the world's most successful entrepreneurs. What if I did that? Guess what? It might not work. But guess what? It might work. And as I am doing that thing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the opportunity to talk to a lot of really cool people. So worst case scenario, after 100 episodes or 200 episodes, it fails. But I've still had 100, 200, 300 amazing conversations with, with really cool people and hopefully build some good relationships. Well, spoiler alert, that was 10 years ago. That was 3,700 episodes ago. That was 126 million listens ago. And I'm still kicking, brother. What was the point where you were most excited about in your podcast growth? Because in my journey, I've gone from the zero to 1,000 downloads a month and the 10,000 downloads a month and the 1,000 in an episode. And now I'm at 25,000 a month. And I'm enjoying the ride as I go on. I'm curious about which part of that journey fired you up the most, if you can remember a specific point. I can remember the the month that I hit my first 100,000 listens in one mm, month. Tell me about and to, it. To me, I was like, that is a big number. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of listens. It's a huge, huge accomplishment. And I remember that being like a really good moment because I knew that a million was quite a ways off to go from hundred thousand to a million is a big gap. So I knew 
that like my next milestone was was years away, but that kind of made that milestone of a hundred thousand even more special. What were the biggest What were the biggest levers that you pulled to go from ten thousand to a hundred thousand? And then also same question for a hundred thousand to a million, because that's my grand mission is to get the million downloads a month. There's really two main levers. And the first lever was the consistency lever. I just never stopped, Mm. brother. I never stopped. And believe me, you will get to those numbers if you remain consistent, if you don't stop. The only reason why other people don't hit these numbers is because they stop. They pod, fade into the distance and they're gone. And you know what? That happens. That's just the reality. Guess what? I've launched podcasts that I was open to continue doing that just didn't work out for no- any number of reasons. And I've pod faded on those shows. So I know what pod fading is all about. I've never pod faded entrepreneurs on fire because this is something that I just love doing and have obviously found success with. The second lever, and this is a pretty big lever. I mean, listen, consistency is a big lever, but something mm-hmm. that people don't realize in the podcasting space. And of course, they realize it on some level, but they don't realize it as far as thinking about it, is that podcast listeners listen to podcasts. Podcast listeners Woo. listen bomb. to podcasts. Value bomb. So guess what, Brian? <laughs> Every single person that's listening to this podcast right now, whether it's 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 people, 25,000 people, however many people are listening to this podcast, they all have one thing in common. They are listening to a podcast. That means they have the podcast app on their phone. That means they have carved time out of their day to listen to a podcast. They found your podcast. They subscribe. They fall. They press the play button. Guess what? They listen to podcasts. And guess what? I have a podcast. And you, my lovely listeners, need to keep listening to Brian. He's awesome. He's rocking the mic and listen to his episode on Entrepreneurs on Fire. But I also know that the average podcast listener listens to seven podcasts. And I want you to keep listening to Brian's, but I want you to also put me in your rotation of seven. And so that has been a huge growth driver for me, Brian, because Every month, I am on a minimum of 10 other people's podcasts. I am down with OPP, other people's podcasts, because I know, I know that at least a certain percentage of listeners are going to at least check out Entrepreneurs on Fire, at least see what my show is all about. And hopefully, if my show is good enough in their minds, they'll subscribe, they'll follow, they'll listen, they'll tell their friends. And so I might get one evangelist from this episode that we're doing right now that becomes one of my biggest fans and tells everybody about the show that they know. And that alone is worth its weight in gold. Mm. So that's really cool. That's really exciting. Those are two huge levers, consistency and other people's podcasts. So whatever it is you're doing in this world, how can you get on other people's platforms that make sense for you? Is that Instagram? Is that LinkedIn? Is that TikTok? Whatever it might be, other people's platforms leverage their audience. Now, of course, you've got to drop value bombs. You've got to be a person of value. Otherwise, they'll never check you out. And by the way, you also have to have a great product on the back end. That that product for me being my podcast 
Entrepreneurs on Fire, because I could go on a million shows a month. And if my podcast sucked, sure, people might go and listen one time, but then they're gone. Yeah. So your quality has to be, that would be the third level I'll mention now, is the show has to be quality. Consistency, other people's platforms, quality. Perfect. So that makes me feel good because that's literally the playbook that I just went on a live Zoom call with a couple hundred people asking about podcasting. Smart. And that's the advice that I just gave them. <laughs> I said, hey, look, like I have a CRM of podcasting. Yours was included, my friend. And I proactively <laughs> reached out, right? I reached out to you and your you team. Did. And then you guys were like, hey, okay, here's a package story that makes sense for our listeners. And we lead with value. We don't lead with, hey, you know, what can you do for me? I'm like, hey, you know, this is what I could provide. If you'd like this, you know, let's rock and roll. You go, okay, let's do it. And we got it booked. And so. guess what? When your episode goes live and Entrepreneurs on Fire, you're going to get hit up by a good number of people that have podcasts that use Entrepreneurs on Fire as like, okay, if that person's on Entrepreneurs on Fire, they're a legit guest. So now they're going to hit you up to be on their show. You can go to other shows now and say, I've been on shows like Entrepreneurs on Fire. Here's a clip. Like it was very worth it for you to pursue that opportunity. And all I had to do, guys, was pay John's mortgage for four months in a row. And then That's he it. let me on the <laughs> And I got a mansion in the Caribbean. So it's not that bad. Uh, I want to, um, so on, for time's sake, do you want to do five more minutes or do you want to do two more minutes? Because we're at 13, but we're on 10 of the recording. Let's do five more minutes. Five more minutes. Perfect. I am curious about the law of reciprocity because I am a very huge component and disciple of Gary V where it's jab, 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 right hook. And I believe that the longer that you delay your ask, the bigger your ask can be in your business when you're providing value, especially in the content game. I've been listening to your show for about two, three years since I've been consuming podcasts religiously. And I'm curious about what point did you begin to monetize your show or at what point did you realize that there was a business potential in your show? And at what point did you make the ask of your audience? Um, I'm curious how much you gave before you asked. So for seven months, there was no monetization. Hmm. Months eight through 12, there was about $27,000 total of monetization. But I will say that almost all of that came from sponsorships. So not from my listeners. It came from companies, sponsors. And then at month 13, I made the first ask of my audience. And again, that was about 375 episodes in. So I gave my, my, my audience 375 episodes of Entrepreneurs on Fire before I made a real ask. And that ask was a product that I created called Podcasters Paradise. And that was our first major financial win and something that we still to this day um, serve where we teach people how to create, grow, and monetize their podcast. I love it. I'm curious what part of this entire journey that you've been on has been most fulfilling for you? Honestly, I would say the connections I've made with the 3,700 people that I've had on the show. Mm. It's been so cool and so fulfilling to just meet people like yourself. And I mean, there's Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, Barbara Corcoran, Tim Ferriss. I mean, the list goes on. And it's just cool meeting, talking with, and engaging, and then building relationships and friendships with cool people. And that's what I've done now for 10 years. 
I love it. What's next? What's the what's the next vision for you? Where are you taking this now that you're making seven, eight figures from this <laughs> media company and you're the, running the empire on four percent quattro, the quattro tax? Yeah, we are well into eight figures since we launched this company, and it's been uh, a great journey for sure. And honestly, it's one of those things where, you know, for me, I've never want, like had this drive or desire to become a billionaire. Sure. I've never had a drive or desire to even like, you know, make hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, I love money. I'm a capitalist. Like, obviously, I've been making millions of dollars a year. Like, it's, it's a big focus point for me. But I have like this thing where like, I'm, I'm only willing to trade so much for money. And then it mm. has, for me, really turned the last number of years into how do I maximize my health? I've already built my, my war chest. I've already built, you know, a good financial foundation that I'm happy with. How do I focus on my health? Because I do love the quote that the healthy person wants a thousand things. The unhealthy, <laughs> the unhealthy person wants one thing and that's and to be that? healthy. That's to be healthy. <laughs> if you're unhealthy, the only thing you want is to be healthy. So I am thrilled to be healthy. I want a thousand things as a result. I want to travel and play pickleball and I want to play with my dog and I want to potentially start a family. Like there's a thousand things I want to do. And I want to, I know that in order to continue down that road, I've got to focus on my health. I love it. And I use that quote all the time on this show. And for everyone listening, Did how much has John said today? How much has John said today that I've been telling you guys? So listen to him, though. Because he's listen been to listening me. to me for years. So he's just don't listen. My, don't listen to genius. me. I'm just regurgitating. You know? <laughs> yeah. Listen, we are, all, and the we are all standing on the shoulders of giants. I learned from people mm -hmm. who came before me. I implemented what worked. I shared what worked. You're doing the exact same thing. And it's a wonderful world that we live in. I love it, my friend, and I'll, I'll let you go here. But isn't it funny as a podcaster, uh, whenever you're speaking or whenever you're talking, you have like conscious brain and subconscious brain, and somebody will say something or ask some type of business or entrepreneurship question, and then you just go, oh, I know the answer. You're I like, know the Where answer. did that come from? <laughs> oh, 74 episodes ago, you had the conversation, <laughs> right? So true. I love it, my friend. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll be conscious of your time and let you go back to uh, surfing and frolicking. On the sands of Puerto well, Rico. Actually, you're you're letting me get back to another six interviews. You are my fifth interview today. I have six more because again, so special. One day, <laughs> one day per month. It's all about OPP, other people's podcasts, and that is the day today. Let's go, John, Adios, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. See ya. Hey, real quick. If you're still listening to today's episode, I'm assuming you got value from it. So I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this show is to help over 1 million people do what they want, when they want, with who they want, and I can only do that with your help. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you could please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one or two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the people that we're looking to reach. Thanks in advance. Talk tomorrow.